0: Welcome back to Fit Body Seekers, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And we are live uh, multiple places today. The title of today's topic is, don't, or the title of today's topic, the title of today's episode is, Don't Make This Nutrition Mistake in 2024. And what I was really wanting to do today is talk a little bit about how we can really be setting ourselves up a little bit better for positive changes in the new year, but there are is is typically a common theme I see when people are trying to set themselves up for a new strategy towards fat loss, whatever your goals might be, if it's not fat loss related, uh, and, and it starts with what's happening right now. So if you get any value out of today's episodes, please shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, let me know that you're listening, if you're not in the comments, uh, because my main goal today is to hopefully set you guys up for success. Now, first and foremost, I think that at this point in life, we've all kind of recognized that the new year, new me resolutions don't really work for most people. You know, I think that most people that actually make changes that last, it typically doesn't happen at the beginning of the year. It typically will happen when they randomly decide that now's the time to commit to things and it's go time. Or when they're forced to make a change and they really don't have an option. Beginning of the year typically isn't when we see the most success with uh, transformations, but it is a time of year where a lot of people are thoughtful about the things that they want to see change in their life. They might make some resolutions or thoughts and or have thoughts about things. And the thing about the new year when it comes to nutrition specifically, I I think the primary driver of people wanting to make changes in the new year is that the end of the previous year is full of food and it's cold. So there's usually less working out going on and people tend to gain a little bit of weight. They tend to feel guilty and the new year just becomes a way for you guys to reset, for everybody to reset After a holiday season where you feel like you've been a little out of control. Now, first and foremost, the first thing we have to address is the season we're in, right? Because at the end of the day, the season happens every single year. And if you are somebody out there that finds yourself as you're trying to enjoy your holidays in the back of your head, reminding yourself like, oh, I cannot believe I'm eating all of these bad foods and not allowing yourself to be present and enjoy them, you likely find yourself gaining weight every holiday season and then trying to take it off from the beginning of the year and thinking that the problem is these bad foods that you're you know, eating and shouldn't be, when the reality is not understanding how to build a flexible plan that includes enjoying your holiday season as part of your overall strategy for losing and maintaining weight and not having to restart things in the new year, okay? Um, the other thing about the new year, though, like that I like is I, as I really like to think about it, like towards the end of the year, schedules might also change. So maybe things are just not as routine in your regular life because maybe you have a little bit more travel. Maybe work is a little bit differently. Some people have, like have like a lot of end of year things. Maybe you take vacation towards the end of the year, whatever it is, but it's also the new year typically resets us in a place of structure okay so today i'm not going to tell you about what diet is going to be best for you in the new year all that stuff today we're going to break down the things that you should be doing right now in your life if your plan is to start something in the new year like maybe and, and whether it's because you're putting on weight this holiday season whether it's because you're waiting until the new year to start something Again, something I also don't have a problem with because I don't think that trying to you know, start a diet to lose weight in the middle of December is necessarily the best thing for a lot of people, but it is a good time for us to make sure that we are setting ourselves up for success once the holiday season is over. Okay. So I'm going to go over a few things and I'm going to start off by talking about, and I already kind of said it is we need to remove this mindset that enjoying the holiday season food-wise or less training-wise is a bad thing. Now, there's a bunch of different personalities out there, a bunch of different lifestyles. My nutrition year-round is pretty much the same. My holiday season is really Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, maybe one or two holiday parties and then New Year's, which I really don't do much on New Year's. I'm usually in bed early. So my schedule doesn't really change much. And if I think about that in the course of, you know, call it four to five weeks, that's typically just the same as any other month, right? Like it could be, you know, summertime or, you know, a birthday, whatever. So it's not really that much different. It's, it's, you know, having four or five social engagements over the course of Four to six weeks is pretty normal. Okay. So it's really not something that you guys should be feeling guilty about. But what tends to happen is because a person perceives damage from those things in terms of their goals, it kind of leads to justification of the days around them not becoming routine. And I'll just get back on track in the new year. So we've got to remove this like feeling of like I've been bad. Like, when somebody says, Oh my God, I'm being so bad. I cannot stop eating these cookies. and like, it's like all of that stuff, like just needs to go out the window. We need to stop with that. So these are things that you guys should be doing now because the holiday season is going to come every single year. And are you really enjoying the food is if in the back, in the back of your head, you're reminding yourself that you are doing something quote unquote bad, like likely You're not fully engaged and enjoying the food and the memories that you're making right now what's up lex um good seeing you back in training by the way i saw your i saw your uh, instagram uh the other day so that's number one we got to remove this up number number two is let's just say that you're like all right i cannot wait like after the new year's over like maybe you're not saying i cannot wait but you're like oh once all this stuff is over chaos is over i'm gonna get started okay and this is also um, something that happens not just in the season of, of Christmas, but also throughout the year when other things happen. Like a person might have um, all of a sudden have a really busy season at work, or they have an injury or a setback, and they're like, okay, when, when this gets better, that's when I'm gonna get started. Um, and it's really important that, like I said, sometimes the amount of stress to start something at that moment isn't what you need, but knowing what is important for you to be able to maintain throughout those seasons is very, very important. Okay. So like, regardless of if your goals are fat loss or not right now, you should be looking at, is my diet right now well balanced and built to where it does have all of the things that my body needs. But by the way, the holiday season I might be enjoying a little bit more of some things that aren't necessarily quote unquote whole food based, right? So like, do you have a solid foundation? All right. So if your goal is to start a fat loss phase in the new year, you should be looking at your diet right now and asking yourself, do you have a solid foundation? This isn't like quote unquote, tracking your macros 100% this season. Um, If you're not cr- currently doing that, this isn't uh, cleaning out all the crap and you know yada yada yada. It's knowing like, are my meals built with enough protein, enough vegetables, complex carbohydrates, um, fats? Am I actually getting you know enough of the right types of foods in? Not thinking about restriction. We're thinking about getting in the the power of addition right now, not the power of subtraction. And if you don't really know how much you should be eating of specific foods per meal. A simple way to start is to build out three to four meals and ensure that the plate is balanced for most women with about a palm size portion of protein, give or take, actually I shouldn't say take, maybe a little bit more. Most men double that, about a cup of carbs from a whole grain source, hopefully, half the plate full of vegetables and a little bit of fat, like about a tablespoon of fat, like butter, dressing, whatever it is. That's as simple as it needs to be right now. And that sounds pretty basic, but like, That's a solid foundation of understanding nutrition. And if you're a little bit more hungry, you maybe add one or two more of those meals or snacks throughout the day, right? So that's what it should look like. So you want to make sure we have like some balance in your life and you know that stuff. These are things that you can be working on right now that don't really require anything because guess what? That's lifelong. Like that's you're at a restaurant and it's the middle of June. You need to know what to be looking for on the menu, and every once in a while, you got to know, like, okay, maybe my meal isn't going to be so balanced because it's a special occasion, that's Christmas or a cookie party or whatever it is. So you should be looking at your diet and your habits right now in terms of not, am I losing weight by doing these things? Is this is what my diet should be looking like when I'm maintaining throughout a holiday season? Just going to take a look at something that popped up on my feed, Megan says uh, she ran an extra mile last night because she had too many cookies on Sunday. So I try not to feel bad about it, but I also enjoyed a long run after less than ideal diet day. Okay. So before I kind of go into this again a little bit, I want to address this question or this answer, because this is definitely something that I find common um, with people. In fact, I can remember times in my own life when I have tried to undo poor diet changes with exercise And my recommendation always is, is that likely, you know, for first of all, what is too many cookies? Sometimes we feel guilty if we eat a reasonable portion of cookies, like one or two cookies likely isn't going to satisfy us, especially if there's 10 different varieties at the table. So knowing what too many cookies looks like, also knowing that your extra mile of running didn't really do anything to offset the extra cookies you consumed. And if you are doing the run because you enjoy the run, then do the run because you enjoy the run. But thinking that that is going to make up for overindulging in cookies isn't really the right solution. It becomes a reward punishment uh, thing, which I just tend to be a vicious cycle that keeps people stuck. Okay. So a better method would be like, man, I definitely overdid it with cookies a little bit. I definitely want to make sure that I'm getting in like more protein, more whole foods tomorrow. And this week I just want to make sure like that I'm being a little bit more mindful of my decisions and also taking a look at the flexibility you have in your regular diet. Like if you're being very, very strict in your regular diet and you're not allowing yourself to have a couple of cookies here and there, it makes it really hard for you when you finally do have a couple of cookies to be able to enjoy just a few and move on because now you've got the justification of like, well, I never have these foods, so I'm going to have what I want, and then I'm not going to eat them again. Like, So it just kind of watch out for that a little bit, Meg, because I want you to feel successful. And I know, I know that you are in a fat loss journey. Hopefully that was helpful. Little tangent from today's topic, but something that I feel very passionate to talk about, because it's something that I struggled with for a long time. And when I actually started eating more calories and more food, I actually had more control over those cookies. Okay. So little tangent back to topic. We are talking what we should be doing now to ensure that we are good for success in the new year. So I already mentioned dropping the mindset around good versus bad, or if you're having some cookies that you're being bad um, or whatever it might be, and, and looking at building your diet based on ensuring that you're getting in enough of the right types of foods, not worrying about restriction right now, or just really building the foundation. Guess what? By the way, like I said, Meg, That's also likely gonna help you guys control the amount of calories you're consuming when you do wanna be more flexible with things because you are getting um, enough calories. So, your body, there's a physiological need to eat, not just a psychological, and they work hand in hand. So, when you're getting enough food, you're less likely to overeat. So, okay. Now let's talk about the next thing that we have to do when we're talking about the new year. All right, this is where we're gonna get specific. Number one is we need to identify the actual goal and a realistic timeline for that goal. Okay. So what do most people do? I'm going to start this plan in the new year. And it's kind of like, I like to use the analogy of like, I'm going to go for a run and you have no idea where you're going, how long you're going to be running for, uh, and the distance you're trying to travel. You're just going blind. And that's probably a good strategy for ending up someplace and then recognizing you might need to take an Uber back home, <laughs> but it's not really a great strategy when you are obviously trying to be successful with that loss. And, and here's why is we need to know that when we're building our plan about how long we're going to be going for, uh, you know, we have to kind of figure that out and, and making sure we're being realistic with our expectations along the way. So this is going to set you guys up for success by not failing, by starting something that's entirely too difficult, or by setting yourself up for failure, by expecting more than you should be getting, okay? So most people set themselves up looking for very quick, aggressive results, and likely also follow a very quick, aggressive approach. I'm going to do the 75 hard. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be spot on with my macros, whatever it is, okay? Um, but you got to have a timeline and that's important. So for most people, I think that the average weight loss, most people are going to tell you is anywhere from like a half a pound to three pounds a week, depending on how much weight you have to lose. It's really based off of a percentage of your overall body weight. So The more weight you have to lose, usually the faster you can lose. But I think that just saying, committing to like, I'm going to one pound a week. I think that if you just committed to trying to lose one pound a week, Some weeks you might lose two, some weeks you might lose three, some weeks you might lose none, but it will average out. So when you're setting up your timeline and you're like, I'd like to lose 20 pounds and you average it out to one pound a week, that's 20 weeks, okay? Is it going to take you that long? Maybe not. Is it going to take you that long? Maybe it does. Okay, but at least now you have a plan in place and a realistic timeline. Okay. Once you've got that set up, now we're not even really going to think about that anymore. We already got it set up. We know what we need to do. We don't need to be focusing on the scale or or anything like that. Right. We just, we know it's there. We know the timeline. Now we're going to be shifting gears and we're going to be looking at um, the problem. Okay. So before we even talk about the plan, okay, we've got to talk about the problem. And there might be multiple problems at play here. This is why we're talking about this now. Okay, so there's a few problems that I see that people do. Well, number one, I already kind of said it, is they try and follow diets without long-term commitments in mind. So the dieting strategy they try may be temporary, uh, maintainable for a period of time, but it's not sustainable long-term, or they get burned out from it and it starts to become harder to be compliant with, okay? Okay but also the problems can come in other things, right? So like, where are you now in your life in terms of what caused the weight gain? All right, so most people are gonna say, I've got people that still use COVID. Ever since COVID, it's been, you know, like hard to get back on track with things. Um, I got really busy and I stopped working out. Like it used to be easier before I had three kids and now it seems like I don't have time to work out And I just don't get to do as much now I'm cooking for a family, not just myself, you know, all of these things is, is so important. So we want to also look at the problems. It's some other problems that people come up with is like, I'm just really stressed and busy and I don't have time to meal prep, but they don't think about these things when they're thinking about their new year plan. And what they typically think is going to happen that suddenly when the new year starts, all of those problems that they're facing are just going to go away. And suddenly this new year brings this perfect opportunity for them to just focus on fat loss without all of these things that have been holding them back or cause them to gain weight. Okay, so we have to look at the overall problems, all right? So problems is one I already mentioned is it. like not having a solid foundation of nutrition, knowing how to build balanced meals and what those meals should look like food relationship, like viewing foods as bad or good and only feeling good about yourself when you're being good on your diet. And that leads you to feel bad. And then you end up falling off the diet. Um, Looking at diets in general and not looking at lifestyle changes, trying to follow nutritional plans that don't fit your lifestyle, like committing to meal prep when you really don't have time to meal prep every single week, or you need something simple, like looking for recipes for meal prep. When you know that you're the kind of person that doesn't have time for, or the mental capacity for more than a three to five ingredient meal, right? So it's like, you've got to look at the problems. I'm busy. I need something simple. I need something that's flexible enough. I need something that fits my social life. Whatever it is, wherever you find the problems that cause you to have a hard time staying to nutrition, you need to identify those problems. Some of them are going to be actual life things. Some of them are going to be mental blocks, but you got to know what the problems are. I just don't know what the hell I should be doing to lose weight because it seems like everything I try doesn't work. Like that might be a clear cut thing. I feel like the only way I can be consistent is if I track my macros 100% of the time, or I feel like I'm only comfortable when I'm prepping my own foods. And whenever I go out to eat, I don't know how to do that. My schedule is too busy. Whatever it is, find those problems and identify them. Okay. Um, let me just go ahead and answer a comment. My goal is to get better sleep this coming year, not waking up with a baby anymore. So if I get more sleep, that makes my weight strength easier, right? Absolutely. In fact, sleep is one of the best things you can do um, for fat loss performance and all those things. In fact, People focus so much on overuse injuries being a related uh, related to overtraining or like you know overuse in the gym. Oftentimes, what they're they're saying, and, and I've experienced this, is that injuries typically don't happen from the movements you're doing in the gym. Our muscles being under constant tension from stress and not sleeping um, can also lead to injuries. So sleep is when our body recovers. And by the way, when you sleep better, your cravings go down because you have better energy. So a lot of things happen when you sleep. So that's good. Okay. All right. Back to topic at hand, um, talking about the problems. Uh, and the reason we're talking about the problems first is because no matter what you're planning on changing with your nutrition in the new year, we've got to find solutions to those problems. Like your life's just not going to all of a sudden clear out space every day for you to you know play Betty Crocker and fucking meal prep, right? Like you need something simple That you can follow, right? Like you need a strategy for when you go out to eat, you need, you need these things, right? You have to figure out what the problems are because we've got to find solutions to all of those little problems for you in order for you to be successful in the new year. Okay. Now we're going to go into part three, which is the plan. All right. How are we going to achieve weight loss? How are we going to set ourselves up for fat loss in the new year? Okay. What most people do I'm going to do 75 hard. I'm going to follow this diet. I'm going to hit these macros. I'm going to whatever it is they're planning on doing. But they think about just like that one thing without thinking about like, okay, is it actually going to be effective, sustainable, and is it measurable? Okay. We need to make sure that we have some way of measuring progress and also that the work we're doing can be measured to be adjusted. So, like, this is why I believe in, I don't really think it's necessarily macro tracking, but I believe full in building a whole food balanced diet and tracking the amount of calories, focusing protein and getting balanced macros, because I know that I'm getting in the right types of nutrients. I can control my results by adjusting my calories from carbs and fats, and I can control and see and measure progress by seeing changes on the scale, in my in my performance, in my energy levels, in my body, all of these different things, right? That's why I, I believe in that fullheartedly. okay? But if you're planning on starting something in the new year and you're not thinking about what your strategy is going to be, you're already too late by waiting until the new year, okay? Because you could be taking time right now to decide, what is it that's going to work for me? Like, what is it that I want to really kind of work with in the new year? And this is where I'm going to put a plug for nutrition coaching, uh, because I do think that it can very be very helpful, remove all of the stress, remove all of the thinking, remove the, am I doing the right things? And you literally know that like, okay, this coach is going to guide you to your goal They're going to have a plan in place with your timeline and you don't really have to think about it. You know, you're thinking about what you need to be doing on your end to execute and relating to that coach with, or relaying messages to that coach on the things that make those things difficult for you. Okay. So even if you don't have a coach, that's okay, but that's what you need to be thinking about. You really need to be thinking about an actionable plan that is going to allow you to be successful at being able to make adjustments to things and also being able to gauge progress along the way. And so if you don't have a system that does that, you're going to continue to hit a a plateau and then feel like a failure. And then you're back to eating what you're eating before. And then you're trying to hop back on another diet or back, back on it again. Okay. So we need to think about that. And this is also why we want to think about the length of time you're going to be going for the sustainability of that. Because if you are, even if you're doing something like, I like, I do believe it, like I said, in, in calories, uh, macros, uh, food quality, all that stuff, to, and you're putting all that together, a lot of times people set themselves up for failure by starting entirely too aggressively. And that burns them out. They don't feel good in their workouts. They get a lot of hunger and cravings. They think that that's the only way that they can lose the weight. And then they end up burning out and they'll lose a little bit of weight and then they'll start to regain it a little bit. So knowing how to optimize things is important, which is also something that you guys should really be doing this holiday season, right? Like We should be taking the last few weeks of the year leading up to a fat loss phase to be able to ensure we're eating a little bit more food. We're feeling a little bit more satiated. We're not in a already starved state, both physically and mentally. In which case, the really cool thing, guys, about body transformations is that I like talking about diet periodization, and I think that this is a great time to talk about it because I think there are basically two or three really ideal times to start a fat loss phase throughout the year. Um, And then the other times kind of should be based on the other periodization or other phases of periodization. So like your, your diet periodization is kind of like this. You have your fat, your pre-phase, you know, where you're setting yourself up, we'll call the month of December, your pre-phase, you're eating a little bit more calories, building up your metabolism a little bit, maybe moving, you know, decent amount, but you're kind of giving yourself a little bit of a physical and a mental break from being stressed out by food and exercise. Um, then you're going into your fat loss phase, you know, so you should have a clear, uh, obviously you're eating enough calories at that point, getting enough protein, getting enough whole foods. Like I said, you've got the build of a good foundation of diet of nutrition. And then from your fat loss phase, we want to go into a uh, maintenance phase where we're looking to take some, a period of time maintaining our new body weight and ensuring that our new body weight set point. Cause obviously weight regain is also a physiological thing. So your body's very comfortable at a certain weight because there's enough energy on it to obviously as energy stores, your body's going to fight that a little bit. And that's also what makes it hard as a person's in a fat loss phase long-term to be able to maintain. So we want to maintain a little bit, and then we're going to work on that calorie rebuild, getting you guys into a place where you're eating more food, um, being a little bit more flexible, taking the training wheels off. And then you're. Going about your day, and you're not really thinking much about it. You're just living your best life. You're in a phase of call it the off season. I want to think of it like that. Um, so I think that there are some ideal times. I do think that the beginning of the year tends to be a good time for a lot of people, not just because and it doesn't have to be January 1st, but just I think the, the beginning of the year in general, because the month of like January through like May is pretty consistent in most people's schedules, um, especially if you have kids they don't really have a lot of stuff going on. They might have spring break. And then May to August, some people with kids and families might have a little bit more travel, might have other things coming up. Otherwise, nothing wrong. And the cool thing about this strategy is like, think about it. You're likely at your leanest going into the summer months when you're going to have less clothes on. Um, And then I think again, another time to kind of look at uh, fat loss again is, you know, obviously towards September, uh, the months when kids are going back into school. So if you are somebody with kids, like that's another option for you to take a period of time to go towards fat loss. And then obviously taking a break towards the end of the year. But the cool thing about this is, is if you look at your life and you look at your fat loss journey, and even, even if it's not a fat loss journey, maybe you're on like that body recomp journey. A lot of people are on that. They want to lose fat and they want to build muscle. If you build out your diet plan with that in mind, now you have a long-term plan. That allows you to see where your breaks are built in and you can kind of make that work with your life. So, um, that is my main topic of the day because I want you guys to be successful. So if you are planning on starting a nutrition plan for fat loss in the new year, okay, we got to remove the, I'm being bad in the holiday season by enjoying food, work on the power of the addition right now, eating more whole foods, but allowing yourself to enjoy the holiday treats. Um, uh, figuring out what the goal is and thinking about a timeline, then we set it, we forget it. We don't think too much about it. We, we take action. Figuring out what your problems are, like what's holding you back from actually being consistent with your nutrition, um, what's happening in your life, what do you have as non-negotiables that we have to work around, and then building out a plan that is achievable for you in terms of it's, it works into your life, Um, it's, it's able to be measured on progress and there's a way to track things that we can adjust them. So we can kind of make changes to things along the way as weight loss does plateau or as feedback is, is getting bad. Like a person that's all of a sudden feeling like crap needs to know what to change there. And that's what you should be focusing on right now, because in a couple of weeks, if you wait, now you're doing all of that stuff then, and all of that stuff doesn't really seem to. Uh, it doesn't take up a lot of your mental energy or your physical energy or anything like that. It just takes a little bit of thought, you know, like a little bit of thought, a little bit of planning. Maybe, maybe if you are interested in nutrition coaching, um, I would recommend looking at a couple of different programs or different, you know, talking to a couple of different coaches, um, to get an idea for like, cause it's honestly, if if you have a good coach, they're going to want to get to know you and, and what your, your needs are specifically, not just like quote unquote, give you macros. Like that's not really coaching. That's anybody can go online and find macros, but understanding why a person, you know, needs what they need is a different story. So go interview, interview some coaches, interview some different programs, um, think about things. And when you're looking at things, just make sure you're reminding yourself that red flag should be, it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to follow a specific diet um, or a specific meal plan there should be some general parameters with flexibility in mind. It should also allow flexibility for you to be able to enjoy social meals and stuff. Uh, all food groups should be a part of it. So there shouldn't be a removal of like specific foods like carbs or, or fats or anything like that. Um, those are all like red flags for you guys just to kind of go after. So um, there, that's pretty much it. Megan, I'm so glad this was helpful for you. Lex, I hope you are feeling good in the gym. Um, if you guys have anything else to, that you want help with, with your fat loss journey, uh, for the new year, please let me know. Um, and I will talk to you guys all on the next episode. Oh, next week, Monday at 4 PM, I am going to be doing a, uh, webinar masterclass, whatever you want to call it on fat loss for women over 40. So if you are a woman, I I guess I can talk a little bit about men too, but mostly women over 40 who are, Um, looking to lose some belly fat, body fat, and are struggling with things, going to go over some of the key things that you need to be focusing on in order to uh, see results. So that's going to be next Monday. Um, I'll be posting stuff on that uh, and you'll get it in my email. If you're not already on my email list, uh, sign up for that as well. I'll talk to y'all soon.